Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Good evening, everyone. This is your call to worship for the fourth Saturday in August. Today is August the 24th, 2019. I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, and the refuge from the Storm Church family. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise his works to another and declare his mighty acts. O come, let us worship the Lord our God. Let us fix our eyes on him. Let us listen to what he has to say. Let us give our minds to what he wants to teach us. Let us open our hearts to his message. May every part of us be given to him, for he is our God, and we are his people. Again, welcome to all of our members and friends, and to any new listeners, we say welcome to Refuge from the Storm Church, a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. And we say hope, our hope in God through Jesus Christ, and we say encouragement, and we're reminded that the words say, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward hope and good works and purpose to know God and to bring him glory. So thank you for being here with us on this Saturday evening. We hope that you've had a great day thus far, and we pray that you'll be encouraged on this spiritual rest stop this evening in all that is said and done through the, through the music, through the preach word, and just being uh, gathered together here with uh, your fellow worshipers. And just, we just want to encourage you in the Lord today and be reminded that you can trust in the Lord's sovereign care over every aspect of your life today and be reminded that God is truly at work making even life's greatest disappointments a link in the chain of great things to come for you. So God loves you today. So please be reminded you're welcome, and we love you in the Lord, and join us again next Saturday right here. And invite another TI to come and worship with you again next uh, Saturday. Uh, And please, when you have an opportunity, go to our our, uh, website, refugefromthestormchurch.org, and uh, leave a note for Pastor Millicent, and just uh, give her a nice greeting or a word of encouragement today. And I'd like to let you know who's serving on the worship serving team today. Pastor Millicent will deliver our preach word for the hour, and please pray for her as she gets prepared to do that. And as we're uh, going along in the rest of the worship service, please uh, say a quick prayer for her mother, Mother Lula, as she goes through the day. And our worship leader today is our very capable and loving Elder Carolyn Cunningham. And uh, playing our music today and in charge of our talk show is our talk show manager, Sister Helena Thompson. And assisting her is Sister Cheryl Miller-Harvey. And giving our invitation to giving is also Elder Carolyn Cunningham. And taking us 
to the throne of grace through altar prayer is Sister Helena Thompson, and offering our invitation to discipleship is Sister Kim Straub today. A reminder of our weekly announcements, uh, for those of you who have come to Pastor Millicent and wanted to and express your desire to become members and are members of Refuge from the Storm Church, please uh, prepare to uh, partake in our ministry team meeting that's on this coming Monday evening at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. That's our ministry team meeting. And then on Wednesday evening, join us for our small group Bible study using the book Possessing the Gates of the Enemy by Cindy Jacobs. That, that will continue through October the 2nd. And this week, our subject will be on prayer partners. So join us. Our scheduled start time will be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. And be reminded on each Wednesday evening to accompany our study, we are engaging in the time of fasting, that sunrise to sunset, or however the Holy Spirit is leading you to participating in our time of fasting, especially if you have health concerns. We just want to make sure that we're drawing closer and closer to God and focusing on him in this time of study. And also, please remind it that we have our early morning um, prayer time on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays through the summer months. And we begin at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 3.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's each Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings uh, for early morning intercessory prayer. Remember that there's multiplied power in the prayer of agreement. So please join us uh, as often as you can. And Pastor will be really pleased uh, for anyone that can join in. And through the rest of the year, our prayer focus for the church is spiritual and numerical growth in the body of Christ as we continue to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, as we lift up Christ and we will draw all men unto him, and as we seek a spirit of unity, a spirit of outreach, and we pray for a spirit of benevolence, the spirit of hospitality, and we pray for the burden of intercession according to God's will. Please remember that in the newsletter we continue to include the daily prayer guide. And if you need prayer during the week, we ask that you reach out to us uh, on the website at refugefromthestormchurch.org. And if you do that, uh, we will get your prayer request to Pastor Millicent and or to Minister Juanita Purdy. And if you would like to go to, uh, through your computer also to refugefromstorm at aol.com, I will make sure that either Pastor or Minister Juanita would get your prayer request that way as well. Now, once the service has begun, everyone's line will be muted except the ministry team to make sure that we can continue to guard against any unwanted intrusions during the worship. So 
So now as we go further, um, we thank you for your attention to the announcements. We're going to welcome the Holy Spirit as we go further into the worship service. We say, come Holy Spirit, please flood your presence in this atmosphere through our praise, our worship, our prayer, and the preached word. We welcome you today, and we say you're welcome here, Holy Spirit. Uh, And please, as we go further, after a song has been played, Elder Carolyn will lead us to the rest of the worship service. So wherever you are, please continue your worship and invite the Holy Spirit where you are.
Amen. Amen. The scriptures selected today are two. The first one is from Psalm 46 in its entirety. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. Excuse me. Who has made desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And the second scripture selected today is taken from the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in the Lord. I be remiss in my role as worship leader if I didn't bring to this body of Christ, Refuge from the Storm Church, the commemoration and remembrance of the first group of enslaved Africans to the shores of North America at the present site of the Fort Monroe National Monument in Hampton, Virginia, on August 25th, tomorrow. 400 years ago, 1619. The National Park Service is asking churches and people from around our country to remember this event by ringing bells tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Since we won't be here tomorrow and we don't have bells, let us honor the memory of those 20 precious people and all those after them who were brought here against their will. And let us pray for those of us who are their descendants that we continue to overcome the evils of the legacy of this heinous man-made system. Also, excuse me. Also, let us pray for the souls of the enslavers who committed these horrific crimes and their descendants. Let us pray 
for all of us who are survivors and thrivers of the evil of targeting, another form of enslavement. In our community, we are comprised of all races from all walks of life and from many countries throughout the world, not just the U.S. Let us pray for our deliverance from this evil and from, for our descendants that they not inherit this legacy of evil. Let us also pray for the souls of the evildoers, our enemy, as Acts 26:18 tells us, to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light, from the dominion of Satan to you, Lord, so they may receive forgiveness of sin and a place amongst those who are sanctified. Now let us pray the Lord's Prayer as Jesus taught us in Matthew 6, 9 through 13. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Amen. Now let us listen to a praise and worship song as we prepare to hear the altar prayer of petition today from Sister Helena. Sister Helena, before you start the next song, as we stand with Elder Carolyn in commemorating the first slaves brought to America, I hope y'all can hear this. Yes, I can. That's our bell ringing. Thank you, Pastor Nelson. Sister Helena, you can proceed. Can you continue, Sister Helena? Are you able to continue? Um, Sister Cheryl, are you able to get the song going? Just one second.
Hello, is anyone on? We're on. We're waiting for the music to come on. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Deeper in love with 
Yes, now we can hear you. Thank you, Sister Helena. Our precious Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for this opportunity to come before you as a church in our individual homes or wherever we are located right now. But we stand united as one in saying, welcome, Holy Spirit, and thank you, Father, for who you are. Father, I pray that you do take us deeper in love with you. Father, there's so many of us that are hurting here on the call, around the world. So many things are happening, and we just long to have a deeper relationship with you, and we just pray that you will help us to achieve that, whether it's through music, a word that has been said, uh, a minute. Through the ministry, uh, Father God, we just pray that you would help us to receive all that you have for us this day. Father, we just look to you for all things, and today we lift up all of our callers and those that couldn't make it on the call today. We pray for those that are hurting in their bodies and their spirits and, and troubled in their, in their minds, Father God. We just ask for your healing balm to just fall upon us today. Holy Spirit, we just invite you into our service in every aspect of it. And we pray that you would have your way in each and every one of us individually, Father, that we will today go home, hang up the phones, feeling as though we've grown closer to you today and that you will bring us through the coming week and that we will draw us closer and closer. We pray, Father God, for those needs, Father, that you know, the burdens that each one of us carry. Lord, you see each one. You hear each heart. You know each prayer request. And I pray, Father, that you would just be gracious and to, Father, to answer every single prayer that is brought before you this day. Every song that is sung, I pray that we'll be blessed. We'll bless someone, Father God. We lift up, Father, our TIs today all over the world. Those that are suffering, some that are in mental health facilities, some that are in prison. Father, some are homeless. Father God, we just pray that you send someone to them to lift them up. 
those that don't know you, Father God, we just ask that you send someone to them to share your word to them so they, they will have a place to go when they're frustrated, when they're hurting, when they feel like they're at the end of their rope, Father God. Teach them, show them that they can come to you, Father, because your ear is always open to hear our prayers no matter what time of day or night we we express our feelings towards you. Father God, we pray for our stalkers. We pray that you open their ears and their eyes. Father, that you will go in and just melt their heart, Father, and make a change in their lives. Father God, draw them to you. Speak to their subconscious mind while they sleep, Lord. We pray and we come against the evil, Father God, that has them trapped in the place, Father, that they would want to hurt innocent people like us. Father, show them the error of their ways, Father, and help them. Turn them face against the evil and help them to look up to you, Father God, for help. And we know, Father, that your grace is sufficient and that you are always there to welcome them. I pray for all of us that are TIs that I know sometimes we get angry. Sometimes we may say an unkind word to them. Forgive us, Father, when we lose our patience, Lord. Help us each and every day as we go through this nightmare, Father, and we pray again today that this will end very soon, Father God, and that we vow to give you the glory, the honor, and all the praise that is due you for what you will accomplish in doing so, Father. We expect miracles, Father, to come from this. We're expecting, Father God, for our stalkers to come and join us on this call and speak about how the things that they were doing to us and how they came to know you as their personal Savior. Father, draw them to you. Father God, so many of us are suffering so hard. And the evil just surrounds us, and it's hard sometimes. And it's easy to want to be angry, Lord. Help us to remember that they are just lost souls looking for a place in the world, looking in all the wrong places, Father. Help us to show them the way. Help us to be an example of who you are in our lives, Father God. Give us the strength to do that, to encourage one another, to call on one another when we feel down. Father, help us to reach out to each other, Lord, when we need a little lift or a little boost in our day, when we've had a hard time, when we've had a bad day or a bad week. Father God, help us to be there for one another. Lord, today we just lift up this service to you and we ask that you would just bless each and every one on the call. Pray for those that call in faithfully every week. Any new callers, we pray that they will feel your presence and that they will know that they are so welcomed by Refuge from the Storm Church and that they will return to us time and time again. 
We ask that, Father, you will just bless our Pastor Millicent as she brings forth your word, that every word that she speaks forth will be what you have implanted into her spirit. And while she ministers the word, Father God, we just pray that you will give her mother a sweet rest, a sweet peace, that she will just feel comfort, that she will feel your presence. Wrap your loving arms around her. Let her know that you are just right there with her and that you will feel your joy, your presence, your Holy Spirit just enfolding her, wrapping her in your loving arms, Father God, that you will take away any pain that she may be feeling any discomfort, Father, we just pray for peace to embody her throughout this service and throughout the time that she's visiting with our pastor, Father God. And we ask that you would take away all the pain from our pastor just the same, Father God, and make her comfortable so that she can bring forth the word that you've implanted within her. Lord, I pray that you will give us the wisdom to listen, to hear what you have in store for us this day. And we thank you, Father, that you are able, that you are willing, and you are gracious to us. Father, we just pray that as we go into our service further, that there will be no hindrances in our sound, no interruptions, as we just had a moment ago with me. Father, I just pray that you will have your way, that you will open up the, the sound waves, Father, the airwaves, that every phone will be working properly, everything in our um, talk shoe site, Father, will work beautifully. Give wisdom to Pastor, to Cheryl, as they um, take care of the, any sound problems, Father, we just hand all of it over to you, and we thank you for what you're about to do and for who you are in our lives, Father God. We praise you, Father. Take us deeper, deeper in love with you today, Father God. And we thank you that you are our Father, our God, our Redeemer, our Savior, our Lord, our Most High God. And we praise you, Father, in your precious and holy name. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you for that beautiful prayer, Sister Helena. Now, to all worshipers, this is your invitation to giving. Our church traffic on the system provides targeting by tending to the spiritual needs of the We are also similar to other organizations and that we have financial needs to accomplish our goals. For those listeners who are able you can do this in any way you like and in any amount. We welcome as well as quarterly or annual contributions. Not in either first contact or past or verbal notes by email. Three and 
Thank you for your patience as Sister Helena makes a last-minute change. Sister Cheryl, she may be having problems with her volume again. The last minute change is an ancient word. It's these thorns. Check your uh, text. I think I was muted. Can you hear me? Yeah. Was I muted? Uh, it doesn't show you as muted. It didn't. Did you hear my music, the music? Uh, just a few seconds ago I did, yeah. Um, you don't mind, I'm going to start yeah. from the beginning.
Hallelujah. 
Oh, Lord, please remove these thorns. I think we've all had that thought in our mind and our hearts if we have not spoken it. But we'll be reminded of the words of Jesus to Paul when he said he sought the Lord three times about the thorns in his flesh. Jesus told him, my grace is sufficient for you and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Good afternoon. I want to thank God for another opportunity to share with you. I thank you for your presence, realizing that you could have been anyplace else this afternoon. I'm so glad that you came to help us worship the God of creation. It's always appropriate to acknowledge and to say thank you to our ministry team. And I do that today um, as I say thank you, Elder Carolyn, uh, Sister Gloria, Sister Helena, Sister Cheryl, and Sister Kim for your cooperation in providing and bringing to those who are with us this afternoon the service. I also would like to say thank you to Minister Juanita, who shares in the responsibilities of Refuge from the Storm Church, and a very special thank you and God bless you to our mentor, Reverend Dr. Robert E. Jones of Dayton, Ohio. We are finding it necessary now to mute everyone during the service just to keep down the noise and to keep out the perpetrators when they come in to wreak havoc in our service. Uh, at the end of the service and after the benediction, everyone will be unmuted who wants to participate in the prayer time and who needs to ask us to join you in agreement over some issue that you may be facing. To God be the glory that though we live all across these United States, from California to Washington, D.C., from Washington State to St. Louis, Missouri, to Middle Tennessee and Georgia, Florida, New Jersey, Vermont, even Canada, you would not know that we're all working together by God's grace through a conference call. But he allows us to be together in this way, and for that, we say thank you. The scripture this afternoon is coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And that's why I asked to have the song, These Thorns, played, because I had prepared and had been studying for a different message. And the chaos came. The thorns showed up. My mom ended up in the emergency room and uh, I was in Nashville at a meeting and had to rush to the hospital. And she gratefully was, was released after being given some treatment. Uh, however, it kind of threw everything else out of the window. However, Matthew 11:25 begins, come to me all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
We thank you, O oh God, that we are indeed able to come to you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your invitation to come boldly before your throne of grace, that there we will find grace and help for our time of need. Father, you promised us in your word that you are indeed our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we should not fear, though the earth be removed and the mountains are carried into the midst of the sea. Father, we thank you that even in another place you reminded us, O oh God, that to fear not, for you are with us, to be not dismayed, for you are our God, that you would help us, you would strengthen us, you would harden us to difficulties. Indeed, you will uphold us with your righteous right hand. Thank you, Father, that even in the book of Isaiah, chapter 54, verse 17, we are reminded that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we shall prove to be in the wrong. God, your word says, this is our heritage as your servants and our righteousness is of you. And so, God, today we come reminding you of the promise of Jesus the Christ who said to us if we would come unto him, that he would give us rest. We come unto him, oh God, we come to you through Jesus, our redeemer this afternoon. In, in his name, we pray. Amen. So the title of the message this uh, this afternoon, this evening now, I guess, would be Relief from These Heavy Burdens. You may have heard the title. You're going to be familiar probably possibly with some of the message as I go through it because I felt the need to get something more familiar. However, the beginning of it comes straight from right now where we are, what we're dealing with, where we stand, and what we've been living through by the grace of God. Relief from these heavy burdens. As a pastor, I have been learning what it means to carry heavy burdens. These burdens are not just about my own problems and issues, but I find myself spending time in prayer throughout the day sometimes about the condition of others. Today, women, children, and men are finding themselves living in cages, living in cars, and even under bridges with little food, medical care, or even end-of-life care, as we experienced last year with one who was in the TI community, because humanity is being trained to not be concerned with what happens to other humans. Even as illegal research subjects or those who are subjected to what seems to be called an urban warfare program of the deep state, we learn what it means to become weary under the weight of trying to find rest from the constant invasion of privacy of body and brain, family and friends. Reading the Bible, praying, or even spending time in devotion with God today is subject to be recorded by a fusion center in order that they can confirm that we are not planning an uprise of one sort or another. 
We hear in the news about the multiplicity of satellites and broadcasting systems that are able to peer into the content of your home or your body with no effort at all. There are magnets that can be used to invade the thoughts of the brain. Dr. James Giordano in a YouTube video entitled, The Brain is the Battlefield of the Future, recently reported to a group of military personnel that even the medical records of a person can be changed remotely that would cause that person to not receive proper care or a bogus diagnosis can be given to the physician in order that the real cause of the illness will be overlooked and untreated. Under the weight of this knowledge and the lives of people that I know are being destroyed by the use of this technology, there is much work to do. But what does God tell us is our part in this battle? We seem to be living in the days of lawlessness where people are lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. And we want to serve the Lord and live for him according to the word. There are many people and national organizations that are committed to getting the word out that humanity is in trouble. Lawsuits are being filed, letters are being written, investigations are being launched, and congressional hearings are being requested. Much activity is in progress to find ways to bring this one runaway train to a halt as thousands report human trafficking, non-consensual human experimentation, torture, and black budget dollars are being used to finance treason in America. Hope can be found, however, in the meaning of today's pericope. The learned of the law in Galilee had been teaching the people how to live. Their instructions were so burdensome that the people felt that, especially the new Christians, felt that they were being asked to make bricks without straw. These people were not being subjected to satellite or other invasive technology that can confirm their integrity or moral living. And even they were asking the questions that would be asked today, how can anyone be saved from this tyranny? Today, the ones who don't try to keep the word of God or the law seems to be the ones who live carefree. We cry out under the weight of the sons of lawlessness. Then comes Jesus. He is the one who has been with the father and knows the accurate instructions to living a holy life. You don't need to tie your shoes a certain way, comb your hair from the front to the back, or spend so many hours in prayer to please God. Matthew, who is the writer of this gospel, is the tax collector that Jesus called into the ministry. Tax collectors were hated during the first century, much like the IRS are not so liked today, because they were known to line their own pockets from the taxation levied on the people. The name Matthew, by the way, means gift of the Lord. 
In chapter 11 of the book of Matthew, the opening sentence tells us that Jesus was finishing up his teaching of the disciples in a place called Galilee. After this, Jesus began to visit the cities of the homes of the disciples to teach and to preach in their cities. Jesus' message to the people was the same as the message of Jesus' forerunner, who was John the Baptist. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I believe we can agree that that's still a very prevalent message and all the more so we must herald it for the kingdom of heaven truly is at hand. Knowing what the people had been taught and the fact that their minds was going tilt at the impossibility of living up to the expectations of the law, Jesus starts to offer consolation. Jesus offers relief from bondage and burdens. Sometimes we get in bondage because of our own mistakes. Sometimes it's because of our own determination to have things our way. And other times it's because we've been blindsided. The Jews had been blindsided by those who insisted that they knew the way to heaven. They had received instructions from the law of Moses and was told how to keep the Torah. The new covenant theology had to be presented by Jesus. He wasn't there to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Hence the invitation that Jesus gives to us even today. The first thing, come to me. It is Jesus who is issuing this invitation, by the way. How do we get to Jesus? We get to Jesus through prayer, through scripture reading, through praise and worship. We can come to him through personal devotional time, sometimes by healing away as he did often during his time on earth, stealing away to the seaside, stealing away to the park where the green trees welcome us. The second thing to whom this invitation is given are all you that are weary and heavy burdened. Lack of knowledge usually will produce a heavy burden. We may not know exactly how the blood test is going to turn out or how the x-ray or the CT scan is going to turn out. We may not know exactly if our child or if we even are going to pass the test to pass the class. Lack of knowledge will usually produce a heavy burden. When you receive information that you take as gospel, but it's actually the wrong information, this can also produce a heavy burden. An example is when you don't read the Bible for yourself, then you can become burdened by trying to live up to standards that have been misinterpreted. The scripture that tells us that we can drink damnation to our soul when we take the bread and cup unworthily has caused many people to miss communion and foot washing when I was at the Primitive Baptist Church as a girl. The Bible does say that, but it's taken out of context very often. And when it is, it brings fear to the heart of the person. 
What this scripture really means is that we should be careful to approach the Lord's Supper with reverence of the sacrifice that Jesus made for us at Calvary. Our hearts and minds should be focused on the reason for this event and not be allowed to wander off. We should forgive those with whom we have ought and examine ourselves of our own heart's condition. We could be made weary and heavy burdened when we don't understand how to live according to the word of God. Sometimes scripture is given in a very nondescript way. Sometimes not enough information is given that understanding is received. Sometimes we hear antidotes and we take it as gospel. Godliness is next to holiness. That's not exactly found in the word, but it surely can help us to live a godly life. The next thing that Jesus promises us in this in this text is that I will give you rest. Now the peace giver knows how to provide rest for the weary. Lack of peace is usually what causes us to have dis-ease. You don't have to weary yourself out working, working, working to save your soul or anyone else's. That's already been done by Jesus. What God does require of us, though, is obedience. He will give us rest. We don't have to have a long list of do's and don'ts and make sure that we cross every T and dot every I on that list. We would wear ourselves out. We would lose sleep. We could worry ourselves into an ulcer doing that. But obedience begins with the heart and a mind determined to please God. And then we can find rest. The next thing Jesus promises is that, or asks of us is that we take our, his yoke upon us. A yoke is an object that links two animals together, like mules or oxen. There is a bar in the middle to help them to share the load. Jesus in any yoke means he will take the majority of the load onto himself. Whatever that problem is, whatever that issue, whatever that care or concern, his invitation is to roll it over onto me. For he cares for us. Who wouldn't want to be yoked up to Jesus? Romans 28. Romans 8.28 tells us, and we know, the Amplified Version says, God being a partner in our labor, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and those who are the called according to his purpose. Only when God is a partner in our labor, we aren't trying to carry the burden alone. We aren't trying to do it ourselves. We aren't trying to find our own way. We aren't trying to decide what is the right way. But we go to God through the Lord Jesus Christ to seek and to receive instruction. Then Jesus uh, encourages us, learn from me. 
when we learn that Jesus will teach us and he promised that the Holy Spirit will do this, we give this Christian life much easier. You can't go to a doctor to learn how to rebuild an engine, to a car. That doctor is skilled in using tools, but not the kind that works on a car. So it is with Jesus as the teacher. Jesus learned from God himself. It was not online. He didn't attend a teleconference, nor did he go to a webinar. Jesus was present with the Father, who taught Jesus what is required to get in and to stay in this Christian race till the finish. Then Jesus tells us of himself, I am gentle and humble in heart. The Pharisees were arrogant and forceful in their instruction. I remember seeing pictures of them with their arms raised in a sort of do-as-I-say posture. Jesus is probably like our grandmothers were. Mine was kind and gentle and very loving, and she meant what she said. Even today, I can see the smile, the big smile on my grandmother's face. She was gentle and humble in heart just like Jesus. And Jesus says, when you come to me, when you seek my instruction, you will find rest for your souls. You can sleep at night when your conscience is clear. You can have a clear conscience by learning the word of God and living by it. It's not the 630 rules that you must be sure you have met during the day. Jesus said the fulfillment of the law is to love first God, then your neighbor, than yourself. Actually, it says love your neighbor as yourself. Treat them as if they were you. We can all do that. Or can we? Sometimes our neighbors have become our enemies. Sometimes our neighbors may be part of the lawlessness that comes at us. Only by the help of the Holy Spirit can we love the way God instructs us to love. And then Jesus gives us the big reason why we should come to him. He says, for my yoke is easy. We've already been told about the yoke and how Jesus bears the majority of the weight in any situation. There used to be a song that we would sing in school and also in the church choir that was called Stand By Me. The chorus asked the Lord to stand by me while I walk this lonely road. Stand by me while I carry this heavy load. And if I stumble, Lord, pick me up. Help me to drink from the bitter cup until I reach that place called glory. Lord, stand by me. It actually started out there are times that we feel alone, although we've done no wrong. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, stand by me. There are times when we stand the test, when we're trying to do our best. Can't each of you on the call today attest to that about your own life? And yet the cares of this world is being hurled at you day and night. But still we can sing with the songwriter, Oh, Lord, Oh, Lord, stand by me. Mules and oxen are yoked together side by side. Jesus, beside any of us, assures the victory over every test. 
And then Jesus ends that pericope by saying, and my burden is light. No matter what the test or the trial, with Jesus in the yoke with you, whether it's a courtroom, operating room, or classroom, Jesus promises that the burden will not weigh more than we can bear. In fact, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it, we are promised that no temptation has been given unto man, but that he is able or you are able to bear it. For God will give you a way of escape, a way to stand up under it. Usually people stop with the word, with the words, a way of escape, that God will give you a way of escape. And so then it sounds like you won't have to go through anything, that whatever comes at you, God will step in just before it gets to you. No, the last part of that, that scripture says he'll give you a way to bear up under it. Whatever the burden is, God will give you the way. And the way he gives us is Jesus. And what Jesus does is takes the majority of the pressure onto himself. He holds up the greatest part of the weight. I love the words to the song that reminds me that King Jesus will roll all burdens away. The song leader says, when I should feel so sad, why does my heart feel glad? Why does my soul feel so happy and gay? When all around me burdens fall, yet I'm not worried at all. For if I pray, King Jesus will roll all burdens away. King Jesus is the one who rolls the burdens away. He's the one who takes the yoke and gets in it with us so that we don't we are not pressed down by the weight of the cares of this world. If we pray, he'll open doors for me, doors that I'm not able to see. That's why I pray because King Jesus promises that he'll roll all burdens away. Come unto me. All you who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am humble, I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Now let us listen to in praising God, sending his word to us. Tell him that you receive. The praise song will be Sorry. Well, awesome.
We are at the point in the worship service where we will offer the invitation to discipleship. If you are on the call tonight and you desire to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please remember, Jesus loves you. He is in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of the rope. Some steps to take on the road to salvation. Admit you can't save yourself from your sin. Be willing to repent, turn from sin. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. And invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer of salvation. Dear God, I know I'm not able to save myself from sin. 
I know I'm not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to me to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. Unite with Refuge from the Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your local community. Start reading the Bible and email us at mgrace321 at gmail.com. That's mgrace321 at gmail.com to become a member for prayer or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. Amen. Thank you, Sister Kim. Fellow worshipers, let us listen to our last praise and worship song for the service today. Pastor and Reverend Millicent will conclude the service with final remarks and the benediction following.
Amen. There is help for our heavy burdens. Jesus promised that he's the one that can give us rest from our labors. I appreciate each of you again for your, your time and sharing in this service this day. I want to remind you of our, our upcoming announcements uh, that the, our week right now starts on Wednesday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, our 12-hour fasting, and that is as God leads you individually. That's from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, or however the Lord leads. And then on Wednesday evening is our Bible study, Possessing the Gates of Your Enemies. We should be praying at some point during that day, uh, asking God for direction and instruction and for the defeat of our enemies. Someone needs to mute your phone, please. I thought they were all muted. Um, also on... Next Saturday is our church service again at 6 p.m. Eastern time for the members of the church. Uh, we're having our, our ministry team meeting on this Monday, I believe. Sister Gloria announced at, at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Correct me if I'm wrong. And we also want to issue, again, I want to join Elder Carolyn in issuing, uh, well, actually, Sister... Kim in, in, in offering a an invitation to become a member of Refuge from the Storm Church. We do indeed provide what we like to call Refuge from the Storm for those who are being victimized by the electronic harassment and organized stalking that is being allowed right now in this nation and around the world. Um, so our, our services are geared towards offering encouragement and hope for those of us who are 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 determined to endure. There is a a serious situation that I want to bring to your attention. Uh, someone in the TI community who is in in imminent need of of assistance. Um, has just been going through. I mean, just every time um, they get up, the rug is pulled out from under them. There is um, a, an immense amount of mind control, mind games, uh, trauma-based uh, events being hurled at, at this person. And I'm asking if any of you can find a way to be of any financial assistance to them. If you'll contact me individually, my email address, personal email address is mgrace, G-R-A-C-E, 321 at gmail.com. If you'll contact me, I can tell you, um, give you more information about the person and the need. Um, I've just never been so challenged with the words that Jesus spoke in Matthew 20 
540, and as much as you've done it unto the least of these, my little ones, you've done it unto me. Uh, I remember being in a in a place where I needed help myself as a TI without ha uh, without a job, without resources, and so um, my heart goes out to those who are struggling, especially when 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 they work so hard to get up and they get on their feet, and before they know what's happened. The perps have come again and has begun to deconstruct their stability once again. So if you feel that you can help in any way, please write to my email address and um, give me your information, phone number and or email address. And I'll be happy to converse with you more about the needs of this person to whom I'm referring. As we look to the Lord for dismissal this evening. God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for this time together. We thank you, Father, that Jesus truly is the one to whom we can turn. He is indeed our rock in a weary land, God. He is our refuge from the storm. And so, Lord, for all that you've provided for us in Jesus Christ, we say thank you. God, I ask your blessings upon each person that is on the call this evening, Lord, bless their homes, bless their families. God, we pray that you will continuously go before us to make our rough roads smooth and our crooked roads straight. Lord, teach us what we need to know. Lead us where we need to go and guide us by your eye. God, for your goodness and your generosity and giving us all we need. Help us, oh God, to praise you. In every circumstance of life and good times and bad, help us, O oh God, to trust you. In love and faithfulness with all that we have and all that we are, help us, dear God, to serve you. As we speak or write or listen to those nearby or far away, help us, O oh God, to share your love. In our plans and work for ourselves and for others, help us, God, to glorify you. In every thought and word and deed, by the power of your Holy Spirit, O oh God, this week, may we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.